morning. Thank you so much for joining us for our Word of the Day. Today we're going to continue our study through the book of Exodus, and we're going to look at Exodus chapter number 4. Now, if you remember, yesterday we saw Exodus chapter 3, where God called Moses to lead the nation of Israel out of bondage. And Moses, when God calls him, he's 80 years old. He's fled Egypt because he murdered an Egyptian guard trying to take matters into his own hands. He's been a shepherd for 40 years. He feels really inadequate to do anything for God. And he tells God, says, Lord, you've got the wrong guy. You need to find someone else. I'm not able to do this. And God reassures him and tells him, hey, you know, don't worry about it. Uh, I'm going to be there for you. I'm going to be with you. I'm going to speak through you. I'm going to use you in an incredible way. Now, humanly speaking, looking at this situation, we would assume Moses just to get on board and obey God and follow God because he, he is literally talking to God in person. You know, God is audibly talking to him. This isn't some feeling that he has. This isn't some uh, dream that he had and he thinks maybe it's true, maybe it's a bad burrito. I'm not sure what's going on. God is literally speaking to him. And God, the creator of the universe, the God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, has just told Moses, Moses, I'm going to use you to free the nation of Israel. I'm going to be with you the entire time. I'm going to speak for you. I'm going to show power through you. It's going to be incredible. But in chapter 4, Moses continues to argue with God that he's not the right man for the job. Look what he says in verse number 1. And Moses answered and said, But behold, they will not believe me, nor hearken unto my voice, for they will say, The Lord hath not appeared unto thee. So Moses' first argument is, God, they're not going to believe me. Lord, they, they're not going to believe that you came to me. And there's a couple reasons why Moses could have had this argument. He could have been basing it on the fact that you know, Israel's been in captivity for over 400 years They've been slaves for over 400 years. They, they may have given up on God. They may have thought, well, you know, God's forgotten about us. And so when Moses shows up and says, hey, God sent me here to free you, they're going to say, you know, God doesn't, God doesn't care anymore. God doesn't, maybe God doesn't exist. Maybe God's given up on us. And so we don't, we don't believe that. It could be because of who Moses is. Again, Moses has fled Egypt, and everyone in Egypt knows what he did. They know he's a murderer. And so when he shows up and says, hey, God told me to come and lead you out of captivity, their first argument is going to be, why would God use you? You know, why would God choose a murderer who was raised in the enemy's home and then fled from even trying to help his own people and has been gone for 40 years? Why, why would God choose you instead of choosing someone who's I don't know, stuck around for the whole time and has been with the people of Israel and they've, they've seen his, his, his faith lived out. And so Moses tells God, says, God, I, I don't know if they're going to believe me. I don't know if they're going to trust me. So look how God responds to him in verse number 2. And the Lord said unto him, What is in thine hand? And he said, A rod. And he said, Cast it on the ground. And he cast it on the ground, and it became a serpent, and Moses fled from before it. Now, in my opinion, that's the first smart thing Moses ever did, run away from a snake. Snakes are terrible. I hate them. They're of the devil. So Moses throws his stick down, it becomes a snake, and Moses, like a very wise person, gets out of there. But look what happens next. And the Lord said unto Moses, Put forth thine hand, and take it by the tail. And he put forth his hand, and caught it, and it became a rod in his hand. 
that they may believe that the Lord thy God of thy fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, hath appeared unto thee. Now, this, this little trick of throwing the stick down and becoming a snake and picking it up and it becoming a stick again, it wasn't some parlor trick or some magic trick that God was giving to Moses for Moses to prove to Israel that God had sent him. This was God showing Moses that God had chosen Moses to lead Israel out of captivity. He's, he's telling Moses, look, if I can use a stick, I can use you. If I can use a stick to increase your faith and to, to talk to you, then I can use you to increase the faith of Israel and to lead them out of captivity. If God could do that with a simple stick, imagine what he could do with a willing servant. But Moses continues to argue with God and tell God that he's not the right guy. Look at verse number 10. And Moses said unto the Lord, O my Lord, I am not eloquent, neither heretofore, nor since thou hast spoken unto thy servant, but I am slow of speech and a slow tongue. So Moses' second argument is, I don't talk too good. You know, I don't, maybe some theologians believe Moses had a stutter, uh, maybe he had stage fright, whatever it was, Moses comes to God and says, first of all, God, uh, they're not going to believe me. And when God says, yes, they will, and here's how, then Moses go, comes and says, okay, they may believe me, but I can't speak very well. And so God's response to him is, you know what, Moses? I created the tongue. I created humanity. I created you. And so even though you may think your tongue's not good enough or not strong enough or not eloquent enough, I'm going to speak for you. That's a great promise. God says, look, you don't got to worry about what you're going to say or how you're going to say it. I'm going to speak for you. I'm going to use you to speak powerful messages to Pharaoh and speak powerful messages to the nation of Israel. But Moses still complains. Look what he says in verse number 13. And he said, O oh my Lord, send I pray thee by the hand of him whom thou wilt send. What Moses is saying there is, God, I can't do it. Find someone else. You've picked the wrong guy. Now that's, that's pretty bold to say to God. To go to God and say, God, you know, they're not going to believe me. Oh, they'll believe me because I'll make them. Oh, God, I can't speak well. I'll speak with through you. Well, God, you just picked the wrong man. You made a mistake, God. Look what happens in verse number 14. And the anger of the Lord was kindled against Moses. God gets angry at Moses for continuing to argue with him, but he doesn't, he doesn't smite him. He doesn't send lightning to punish him. He shows him mercy. He finally says, okay, Moses, you know what? I, you got your brother Aaron. You remember Aaron? who you, you know, he, was, he was your brother. I will send him to meet you, and he will speak for you. You will speak. I'll tell you what to say. You tell Aaron what to say, and Aaron will speak for you. And that way you'll have someone that can, can encourage you, that can strengthen you, that can, can help you understand what I'm doing through you. It's always amazed me Moses' lack of faith in this, this, this situation. He is literally talking to God. He is literally hearing God's voice audibly tell him what to do and tell him, I'm going to be with you and I'm going to speak through you and I'm going to show great mighty wonders through you to prove that I am God. And Moses still doesn't have the faith to say, God, here I am, send me. And here's the reason I believe why. Moses' faith wasn't in God. He was, look, he was putting faith in himself. And he was looking at himself and saying, I can't do this. I'm not educated enough. I'm not brave enough. I'm not eloquent enough. I have too bad of a past. No one's going to believe me. 
God, I can't do this. And Moses was right. He couldn't do that. But God was going to do it through him. So here's a lesson for us from Exodus chapter number 4. Whatever you're facing, maybe it's a task God has given you. Maybe it's a battle that you're facing and don't know how, to, how you're going to get through. Whatever you're facing in your life today, don't put your faith in yourself. Put your faith in God that he's going to be there with you and he's going to work through you. Thanks so much for joining us this morning for our word of the day. We'll see you tomorrow. We're going to continue looking through Exodus as we'll look at Exodus chapter 11 and 12. Have a blessed day.